I mean, seriously, Al, when the place is like a specialty place, they shouldn't start venturing out into other little things that they're probably not going to be any good at because then they just start fucking with their own reputation. What the fuck are you talking about? So this week I went to Chico's and yeah. tried their hash brown burger. Oh, uh, you know what? Garbage. I, I had one too. Garbage. I had one on the weekend. What do you think? There's no fucking chicken on it. Well, no, that it was. It, well, I, okay. I thought I had chicken, and I was so disappointed. You can add chicken to it. You can ask to add chicken to it. But my my problem was it was just like it was pre mixed eggs, like scrambled eggs. Yeah, so it was like a, a little slice of egg loaf. Yeah, it and was there weird. was fuck all bacon on it. Mine had lots of bacon. Mine didn't have much bacon on it. But again, super disappointed there wasn't a schnitzel on there. Yeah, no, it was. Anyway, all I'm going to say is they're good at schnitzels. You should stick to what you're good at. Yeah, man, but Chico Chico's strayed off that path a long time ago. They've been trying to add all those specialty burgers for months, if not years now. Yeah, but they've specialty schnitzel burgers. I'm I'm not a fan. Yeah, I, you're an idiot. Stick, stick to the original. <laughs> no, well, they I like the Canadian burger and I like the New Yorker and I'm not a big like I like the USA burger. And... Yeah, but that's how you end up with this hash brown burger, man. They but it wasn't even a chicken schnitzel burger. That's what I'm saying. Stick to the schnitzel. Yeah, so style burgers. Now there's like. It's almost an expectation they've got to keep out bringing out new shit. It's like nah. it's like freaking McDonald's now. They've got to have like the the special promo burger to keep people interested. And it's people don't go to Chico's for the fancy shit. They just want fucking burger in a can. Well, anyway, we went out of our way to get it. Garbage. Yeah, um, that's so funny that <laughs> I had one as well and thought. Well, no, sorry, I'm not going to say garbage, but it wasn't very good. Yeah, I don't think I'd even give it another chance with a schnitzel oh. on it. No, I wouldn't. Not a chance. That's it. I'm done. Done, not with Chico's, but just done with it. <laughs> Fair enough. Just done with it. It'd be pretty extreme to cut Chico's off. But the thing is, I was so hanging out for one when I first saw the picture. I was like, this is going to be the bomb. Yeah. Going to be the bomb. Garbage. Again, you build up your expectations over weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah, because every time I went in there, they're like, oh, what? I don't know anything about this burger. Every time you get your hopes up. That's just when life kicks in the nuts. Yeah. It was like me with the bloody boomers thinking they could do well at the... Didn't even get a fucking medal. It was just... Scrub Town. I should have known better. <laughs> well, I'm sorry the burger didn't work out for you. Oh, sorry. shit happens. That, that's always disappointing. Yep. It, it did occur to me today that um, along that theme of going out to eat, do you do you feel comfortable with the idea of like going to a restaurant and eating by yourself? Or is that too much awkward aloneness? Uh, no. It's, well, it's funny you say that, actually. Um, I think it was this... Yeah, earlier this week, I had to take... Um, customer up to bondi and wait mm. for a couple of hours and return so oh, okay. i thought i'll go for a walk up the street and find a coffee shop and get a get a cuppa and, and so i walked in there ordered the cuppa and i just sat at the table and i was like yeah this is weird so luckily they gave it to me in a to-go cup so i just fucked off and went just back and sat in the car <laughs> it's funny when you mentioned there was a coffee shop i'm like i think that might be an exception i think chilling out and having a coffee by yourself no nah, it was weird read the newspaper or whatever I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I read a newspaper, but same same effect if you were going to go to the uh, the movies alone, right? You see someone alone at the movies. Looks weird. Last time I saw someone sitting on their own at the movies, I believe you might have been there with me. Yeah. We, it was when I was st- just before I moved back from Barrel. I think we went and saw um, Fury Road. Fury Road. And there was a dude. That's <laughs> that was a long time ago. There was a dude sitting like a few seats away from us and he's like unbagged his shopping and he's eating ice cream and shit. Like oh, he'd got a tub of ice cream. That's Remember right. That? He was fully stocked up. 
<laughs> like, what do you? The ice cream's gonna melt. He had a whole tub of ice cream. <laughs> what a fucking maniac! <laughs> maniac or genius? Well, after it melts, <laughs> fucking maniac, I reckon. Yeah, but to pay, to buy that tub of ice cream is still probably less than like buying a, a thing of popcorn at the fucking cinema. Well, I, I'm I always take my own shit to the cinema because yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm okay with the smuggle. But I don't even smuggle. I just carry it in. I don't care. So like, yeah, what I think you do? technically they only have a rule against hot food, isn't it? Not cold, melting I've, ice cream. Yeah, I mean, hot, hot foods is probably just a bit obnoxious. I think it's but it comes down to a safety thing, doesn't it? Does it? I think it's just obnoxious because they stink at the fucking cinema and everybody else will be like, oh, for fuck's sake, Bring this a, bloke is eating a fucking curry in the middle of it. Beef in the loo. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I remember that, that screening we went to for Fury Road, which is, if you haven't seen it, it's an ultra-violent movie. And there was like 12-year-olds there. This mum had brought her two two young boys, I reckon 10 and 12. Yeah, you're right. At the most. And yeah, like people are getting like, you know, bloodily dismembered and run over by cars. And <laughs> it was a full on movie. And mum's just chilling out. She's cool with it. Yeah. Well, each their own, I guess. Take take your children to that. Because I'm pretty sure it was rated, was it rated R18 or was it MA15? I think it might have been MA15, yeah. So yeah, so she would have been able to bullshit and get the kids in or whatever but who's that ignorant take their primary school age children to well i can tell you someone else that's that ignorant well i know people do this stuff man so would you take a 13 year old to watch a quentin tarantino movie well it depends which one most of one most of them it's probably not a great idea but apparently that new one's not that crazy once upon a time in hollywood i don't think it's it's, r-rated i don't think it's violent though it's r-rated well so there's a bit of cussing and a bit of drug usage maybe i don't know well anyway i don't know i haven't seen it well but yeah i think that basic premise you know taking a, a, a relatively young child to see quentin tarantino yeah probably not the best option no well go see some fucking harry potter or some shit i don't know that's right anyway um but yeah going <laughs> back to the single people or well, not single people but just going individually to I, yeah i don't think i'd go to a restaurant on my own no it's a bit weird so I was faced with that prospect today and I was like... What, for lunch? I was just like, I'm just going to get takeaway. Oh, that's exactly what I'd have done. Yeah. Drive through. <laughs> what did you end up getting? Uh, just from the local Thai place. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you would have loved it. Extra chili. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it's kind of a regular spot I do go to. And like, they were getting ready to bring out the menus. Like I was going to sit down and I was like, no, no, takeaway today. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it just didn't feel didn't feel right. I mean, the only reason I had to go out anyway is because guys at work are installing new lights above my desk. Yep. So they're pretty much like, <laughs> yeah, what time are you having lunch? You should have bailed me up. Yeah, unreliable. Fuck off, man. I was fucking <laughs> sitting here doing nothing all day. Not unreliable, just got an unpredictable schedule. Not, Ter- not much longer. Ter- terrible taste. Going to be unemployed in, in less than a, in about a week. That's it. Technically. Well... Then you can friggin' get in with the local Warrawong crowd, mate. Yes. So next time you go to the pub at Warrawong, I can come and sell you some meat. What? <laughs> well, I heard, um, I heard um, the story of some people that were in the pub at Warrawong, and they'd get, like be in there all the time, and dudes would just be coming in there bailing up, trying to sell meat that they'd shoplifted from <laughs> the shopping centre. <laughs> that could be the most houseo thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Well, oh, there's so many questions. Yep. Did you buy the pub meat? 
I, I wasn't me. I wasn't uh, there. I'm just. This would is, you buy the pub meat? Uh, look, it depends. Depends on how much they wanted for it. What it was. <laughs> if it was lamb, probably because that well, shit's expensive. You know how expensive lamb is now. Yeah. Freaking Coles are putting security tags on their on the the lamb packets now. You know what? It's probably not a bad idea because I went. We bought some lamb yesterday, uh, and I nearly shit my pants when I saw how much it was. It was mental. So. I yeah. don't understand why it's so expensive compared to beef. Well, I think the little the little lammies do it tough when it's the drought conditions, right? Oh, it's, yeah, but I'm sure that's got to have something to do with it. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, apparently these supermarkets lose thousands of dollars worth of meat. Obviously, scumbags taking it down to the pub to flog off. <laughs> Half price lamb. You'd have to think about it, wouldn't you? Oh, I'd be up for that. But like, I don't want to know where it came from. <laughs> the only the only thing that would stop me buying it is if they pulled it out of their pants. What if what if the meat had gone sort of like that little sort of brownish grey sort nah, of colour because nah, it's mate. not quite cold enough. Nah. Yeah, if it comes out warm, <laughs> like, nah, pass, there's mate. so many problems with this hustle. <laughs> At least use a little soft esky or something. God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I guess that's the state of uh, modern supermarkets. Yeah, and also the state of Warrawong. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, like I said, you'll be one of them. No, I won't. Um, so what are you going to do? You're going to get a job or you're going to become a, a doll bludger? Well, can't go on the doll. How will your drug tests go? Can't go on is the doll. Is that why? Can't go on the, I won't be able to go on the doll for probably a decade. Because uh, you've got stuff. Because we've got a house. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I've, I'm, I've got some um, medical stuff I've got to get sorted out, some operations on my arms, some injuries that I've left for quite some time and so I'm going to get them done and the ravages of age has taken its toll yeah well just not looking after myself it's probably not been yeah and then um, yeah from there I don't know what I'm going to do I'm probably going to retrain and start a new career possibly and but in the meantime I don't know just do a bit of Ubering and maybe a bit of buying and selling motorbikes and I thought you were going to say meat <laughs> well you know you're I've got to do what I've got to do. <laughs> no, nah, there won't be any meat involved. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, at this stage, I'm not in a rush to do anything. I'm, I'm, I want to make a, uh, an educated decision on what I'd like to do moving forward. So once the once the operations are done, then I'll, you know, if I can't find work in what I want to do, I'll just go and do any old thing till I can find work in what I actually want to do. Yeah, cool. So, yeah. Back to school, maybe. Yeah, it looks like that's probably going to be uh, it's one of the top of the list options I, I would love to see you at like the uni campus as like a mature age student I wouldn't for the last five minutes uh, I would I would just sit back and observe I think <laughs> this day and age I would probably offend too many people and nah probably, you'd be right I reckon I'd get kicked out you'd be right I think you're overestimating how many how many uh, oversensitive people would be at that uni man it's still still the University of Wollongong it's still gonna just be pretty regular fucking gronky old people You'd be right. So, what 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 do you think would be interesting to watch me at uni? I I remember when I was at uni, the mature age students would always stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. Most of the time, it's because they were like mega tryhards. Like, what, what do you mean mega tryhards? Tryhards in what? Like sitting down the front of the lecture hall, always hassling the professor with questions and all that sort of bullshit. Yeah. But <laughs> basically, like extending the amount of time that shit had to take, so everyone else is just filthy on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, you know, with the the wisdom of age, I can understand where they're coming from, right? Yeah, like, they're not there to fuck around. They're to 
they get as much knowledge as get, possible. Get some shit done, right? Yeah. <laughs> but um, c- casting that role with someone like yourself. Do you who, think it'd be opposite? You got a short fuse. <laughs> I think that's. So what, what are you trying to say? I'd probably lose it at someone. I can just. I'm thinking of like the very first group project you'd have to do in particular, where you have to like work with potentially like other young students. I think it'd just be an interesting, uh, interesting thing to to observe. Take take some notes on how you'd interact with the, the youth. I'd just tell them what to do. Yep. <laughs> you that confident in your own abilities? Oh, you know, all my management training would kick in. <laughs> just delegate delegate <laughs> yeah yeah look so uni's uni's one of the options but I just I'm not sure because it's a long time and I've got to spend at uni to do what I want to do so yeah. I think I think the go-to for a lot of people sort of in our situation would be to do that type of course by distance as well you get, you got a lot of options now with you know so much stuff you can do online yeah that opens up your options a bit as well i think if i was going to do the uni side of things i would want to go to uni because i want to experience it you're just thinking of old school aren't you? a bit the will Ferrell movie a little bit i don't think i've seen a single college film that had actually any relation to my university experience at all yeah i think it's just this hollywood fantasy like most of it is that just has the, the smallest little veneer of reality to it the rest of us just. <laughs> do you think? Do you think that I would be so far removed from what the, stu- the other students would be like that I just couldn't even relate to them at all? Like even just going, oh, do you want to go down the pub for a drink? Well, it wouldn't yeah. even happen because uh, it would be like, what the fuck? Well, that's it. I think, like we we're saying before, like the sitting alone in a restaurant or a cinema, you, you'd potentially be running the risk of being the, the mature age student sitting alone in the the uni bar. You don't think I could be like the cool, mature age student? Don't make me answer this question. <laughs> you never know I could go in full hipster you know that one. Oh yeah what's, yeah. Your, what's your hipster game I plan I don't know man go for a bit of a man bun nah <laughs> Wear some what about mic. if I turned up on a motorbike that would that'd get some huh? uh maybe the only, only people I ever remember being impressed that I was on a sports bike with like 8 year old boys and like hanging out a car window giving you the thumbs up I don't remember yeah, chicks or anything like that ever pay oh, attention. I'm not talking worried about chicks. This still goes there. I'm not... No, no, but you know what I mean. Like, the people that seem to get stoked were all, you know, still under the age of 10. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Who were <laughs> jealous. They wanted to live the live the life. Oh, anyway. The, the, the course that I'm looking at doing is probably not going to be a uni course anyway, so... Oh, fair enough. But still yet to make my decision. Just make, make sure it's from a, a real educational institution... Yeah, oh, yeah. There's, there's been a bit of trouble. Has it? Yeah, some a lot of dodgy places sort of cashing in on sort of government grants and then not actually delivering. Oh, this one's not even a government granted one. I've got to pay for it all myself. Yeah, yeah. I just it's one of those areas where there are some, some fucking scammers out there. Yeah. So yeah. the course numbers and everything will correlate. And yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure most of them are legit. Yeah. But I remember some stories about some some dodginess going on. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you never know. Oh, see what happens. A whole new chapter. Yeah, a bit nervous, but you know. That's what booze is for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, that's a great thing to get into is booze when you've, you're unemployed and you're living on a fixed income. Yeah, man. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna be, I'll probably become one of those dregs that starts drinking like the cheapest beer. 
oh, you can get and Russia's Russia's real or oh. or just like not wasting stuff it'll start homebrew that's what it'll be you just go to that's like the equivalent like rolling tobacco yeah just go go to the homebrew <laughs> just try and sh- shave off all the cost you can yeah and support your vices oh, I used to do homebrew I didn't mind it it was alright but oh man lots of people do but yeah. Oh, imagine the, imagine the homebrew setup I could get going on downstairs because you just need it in that stable. Yeah. Dude, I could have make fucking hundreds of liters of that shit. Hundreds of liters. Yeah. You're set. I'll sell that stuff like. Sell it at the Warrong pub. Do like a a micro brewery in my own house. Fucking probably yeah. blow my fucking house up knowing me. Well, mate, CJ was saying there's a new brewery that's about to open up his way up at Bullo. Oh yeah. He's pretty stoked. It's just around the corner from his place. Yeah. He sounded pretty keen to give it a go. Fair enough. I remember um, years and years ago when I did do homebrew, I couldn't, um, it was the middle of winter and I couldn't get the beer to stay at the warm temperature that it needed to be at. Right. So I wrapped it up in an electric blanket that I had. So I was like freezing my ass off in bed while my beer's, <laughs> my beer's staying nice and toasty with, with oh. my electric fucking blanket. I like the commitment. <laughs> The sacrifice. Yeah. Anyway, that was fun. Put yourself on the line. Yeah. So the oh, okay. So there's breweries up in Bullock. Whereabouts in Bullock? Do you know? Apparently, there's like a old historic building that they took over. Yeah, right. Okay. I can see it in my mind's eye. It's kind of near the showground. I think. You know, they're sort of uh, well, confusingly as well. There's a brewery in Unidera called the Bullock Brewing Company. But in Unidera. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. So there's definitely some uh, some branding issues to take care of. Maybe yeah. that's their strategy. Everyone's looking for this brewery and bull that doesn't exist yet so i decided they'll create one yeah are you guys bull brewing uh, yeah sure buddy come on in <laughs> is that like when people ring up us going are you leisure coast yeah why not <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do what it takes right yeah well they rung it i'm happy to take the book in right on uh, so I, I did take a few notes this week a few things that i've seen around that have been bugging me yeah I, I know i brought up the the crossing guard last time oh yeah 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 same one's been at it again this this time no kids involved no adults involved a fucking duck they've just crossed the road themselves right stop traffic to get themselves across the road they didn't even <laughs> use the lollipop either they why don't just, they just wait so there's no traffic this is my this, is, this is the genesis of my whole argument you should video a reporter to the council <sighs> i'm probably literally the only person in the world that cares about this it just it's compounding now, you know what I mean? It's like now that I'm paying attention, it's like the smallest little thing. It's just ratcheting it up higher and higher. You know, you'll probably just end up like, it'll just eat away at you for like years and then you'll just snap. No, it probably just, I think it only resurfaces when I actually see them in action. Okay. I thought you might end up like that movie with Tommy Lee Jones, like going mental in Central Park or something. Don't know that one. Yeah, he's just flips his, was it Central Park? Oh, anyway, there's one with Michael Douglas too. Remember when he falling down? Yeah, so it's a very similar film. That's a that's a classic. That yeah, one. there's a Tommy Lee Jones one that's very similar. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, interesting. But the other thing that's pissing me off this week as well is at work. There's um, kind of like a large bathroom on each floor. So what you have showers and baths in there? Not literally a bath, Dave. So it's a toilet. They're a toilet. So don't call it a bathroom if it's not got a bath in it. It's a toilet. Call it a restroom. Would you what? Do you sleep in there? Is there a is there is there a bed or a, or a lounge? It's a fucking toilet. Well, toilet sounds singular. All right. 
the toilets, the men's toilets or the women's toilets? Oh, God. Water closet. You're the most annoying mature age student I've ever met. Anyway. Actually, <laughs> I just got to pay, pay a point to that. Mm. I am a member of the University of Wollongong Facebook group. There um, you go. And somebody was asking for a Union Jack on there the other day. Oh, flag. And I said, sorry, I'm going to be that guy. It's not called a Union Jack unless it's flying above the Queen's residence. If you just want the flag, it's called a Union flag. Just saying. Oh, my God. So I knew it. <laughs> anyway, go on with your story. <laughs> so, in, in the bathroom, <laughs> I can't help but notice. I've... Some dude having a bath. <laughs> it's got a rubber ducky. Yeah. People coming out of the stalls after presumably doing some some business, some poops, and like just a very cursory, just a little splash of water. Yeah, the grubs, and they carry on grubs. I, uh, I I would find that acceptable if you had a piss, but not a shit. I I can concede, I can concede that if someone has very obviously just used the urinal, the trough, and have just done the splash and dash, I can probably live with that. But if there's a chance they've been in there. Dump action, and they're not using soap. That's fucking filthy. The chances are they do have shit on their hands. It's a, it's a it's a almost a, a certainty, isn't it? Really, and it actually makes me feel bad because previously, like over the course of working there for years and years, I've noticed a few people that will use the paper towel to open the door. Yeah, a little bit germaphobe. I've probably been a little bit judgmental about that. <laughs> now you're you one know, of them. You know now what? you're one of them. <laughs> I haven't done it, but I'm like fuck. They might have the right idea here. I knew a bloke once that wouldn't touch the toilet door with anything. So if he... I remember oh. how this came about. We were up at uh, Penrith um, doing a caravan camping show. Okay, yeah. And we we both had to go to the ba- the toilet at the same time. And then he said bathroom then. <laughs> yeah, we both That's had, what people call it, man. Yeah, we both had to go to the toilet at the same time at Penrith um, Panthers. And uh, so went to the dunny and he's washed his hands I've washed my hands and then he's just stood at the door and I'm just like what's going on and you're going to open the door and he's like I'm not fucking touching that <laughs> he goes you open it and I was like nah fuck it I'm just going to see how this plays out so I just stood there and he literally waited till someone came through the door and he fucking did the whole mad dash like through the door right. so he, to get into the bathroom he's got to ghost somebody to come in behind them he will go in from the outside right because it was a push it was oh, a push. so he just used his foot or something so he'd push he'd kick it open yeah but to go out, because you've got to pull the door, yep. he was, I'm not touching it. Why haven't they got like a little sensor where you can just wave your hand and get it to open? They've got Why a f- don't they have a rota- rotating door? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would work. I guess it would achieve the same thing. Um, I think by design, though, those have got to be transparent so you don't get chomped up though, right? But, you know, they've got the sinks where you can just wave your hand and there's a sensor to make the water go. Yeah. Why not for the door? Yeah. I think I've seen places like well, that. Obviously, it'd be more cost to do it see there's a set of toilets that I use at the airport as well and there's just like a button to open the door yeah and I always kick it well the move I do is I don't use my my fingers per se I'll use like my knuckles to to push the door open or oh yeah elbow elbow is probably a bit more extreme but that that philosophy of do what you can to minimise the uh, the exposure right yeah but it's not like I'm at the stage where I've got the, the little bottle of hand sanitizer maybe that's the way to go I think what has fucked me around before once I have had to go to a toilet 
like a public toilet somewhere where I've had a bad yeah. stomach, had to take a shit, and then there's no soap. And I'm just uh, like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Now what do I do? Yeah. I um I had a really horrible episode. I just started a new job in Sydney. Yeah. I caught the train. And um, during the course of the day, just the onset of really, really bad food poisoning, like my first day at work, it was horrible. It really hit me hard when I was actually out um, going for some lunch. And this is the middle of the city up in Sydney. And I was like, I was getting ready to spew in a garbage can. <laughs> it was so bad. Do you remember that? person that's spewing the garbage pan on it. <laughs> oh, Homebush. That right. just reminded me of that. Yeah, anyway. So that's how desperate it was. And I managed to get back to the office. Um, one of the floors in the building was kind of unoccupied. So the person who'd been sort of inducting me at work was gracious enough to show me where this isolated set of toilets were so I could just get everything out of my system, you know, just try and recover. I ended up spending the rest of the day like laying on the floor in like an empty office. I was How wrecked. were the bosses? They're quite understanding. Like they, they'd been with me. They understood how serious it was. Yeah, right. But the, the killer was, I still had to catch the train home. Oh, and there's no toilets on the train either, is there? Oh, Dave, there's toilets. Is but it? you do not want to use them. And of course, I, I still wasn't right. And pretty much that exact scenario you described happened where I'm like blasting my guts out. <laughs> And like, there's, there's no soap in the dunny. And it's just like, I was like typhoid Mary, man. I was paranoid. I'm like, oh, I just can't touch anything because I'm, I'm suffering so bad. I don't want to, what can you do, right? If the facilities aren't up to the task. Yeah. That was, that was such a, that was one of the most miserable days of my life. First was, day at that job, eh? It was terrible. Things got, things went up from there. Yeah. It was, oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's a good place to work. I'm surprised that they... So so good about it. And there's some people who just wouldn't go back, right? Just like, eh, forget it. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just surprised I didn't just go, oh, the fucking first day and this bloke's already fucking sick. What? Oh, yeah, but it's not deliberate. No, I know, but just not a great look, is it? Ah, uh, well, what are you going to do? No, I know, there's nothing you can do about it, but... No. I'm anyway. a, tal- a talented guy. My skills are in demand. Fair enough. <laughs> just going back to that thing, just to give you some... Uh, While well, I was laughing about the spewing up in a garbage can... Alan and I went to State of Origin. It's a grand final, isn't it? It's the NRL grand final. Yeah. Years and years and years it was, ago. It uh, Storm and Broncos, I think. Yeah. And um, we were walking towards ANZ Stadium and they had some... How would you describe it? It was like a junior Special Olympics. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the best way. Anyway, some, someone comes boring out of the... The f- well, it looked like they'd finished for the day because there was crowds and crowds of these kids milling about. And, they, and this one's just like done the whole team team america just just vomit and just didn't stop and it was so gross like it fucking stunk and i'm trying i don't know why i thought this was a good idea i thought i had a bottle of mountain dew or something and i thought if i just drink this as i'm going past <laughs> like it'll take my mind and i won't be able to concentrate on the spew but then i like got halfway through it got halfway past and then i realized i've got to breathe through my nose then all I can smell is fucking vomit. Well, I'm, it was gross. <laughs> the funniest thing about well, there's lots of things that were funny about that, but I, I like the kid, the kid's attitude. They took it like a champ. They just got it out. Then they were they were good. They were right as rain. Yeah, and that happens sometimes. You know, once you once you get it out, you feel a lot better. Yeah, 
I remember one time having a mega spew at the top of Mount Oosley. Again, I'd been working in Sydney. I was driving home in this instance. And again, started feeling really nauseated. Um, where you start to get almost like the fever sweats going. Yeah. And this is all through bull eye tops and there's not really anywhere good to stop. And I'm just like, oh, I'll just keep on going. I'm so close to home. And as I'm getting towards the top of Mount Oosley, I'm like almost like delirious, like almost like vision blacking out of like so much willpower going into like holding down this spew. There's, there's the rest stop at the top there. I'm like, pull in into the bushes, bang. Just that first hit, it was like flipping a switch. I was like, good as gold. Yeah, right. Got it out of me. Yeah. Back in the car. I haven't vomited since I was nine. You can't be serious. 100% serious. (laughs) What if I hit you in the duodenum? (laughs) Good luck. Dead set, nine. Nine. So even in all your drunken debauchery... Never spewed. I've I've had the runs like you wouldn't fucking believe. (laughs) Usually when I get food poisoning, it's straight out the ass. I don't spew. Like I'll sit there and want to spew, and I'll be gagging, but nothing will come up. I wonder how many how many listeners we're we're losing this episode. <laughs> oh, we've only got about twelve anyway. So if they've made it this far, they've probably proven they've got the uh, constitution to continue. Yep. But I think most people have had that experience of the uh, cathartic spew. It makes you feel a lot better. Yeah. I I mean, for me, it's the other way. If I ever so if... even like when we've done like centurions and stuff like that, never. I don't know. I don't know whether it's just because I can't spew. I don't know whether it's just I'm so much of a tight ass that I'm just like, nope, I ain't, <laughs> until it's gone through me, I ain't letting it go, or what it is. But I just, I remember the last time I spewed. I had, I was, I was ill. I wasn't feeling very well, and I'd been drinking like red creaming soda. Yeah. And I'd had some white chocolate. Going hard on the sugar. Yeah, and I spewed in in the sink in the, in the, the kitchen. Why but the I, sink? Because in England, you've got no toilets downstairs. It's all upstairs, and I wasn't going to make it up the stairs. Ah, okay. So, but I remember I was trying so hard not to spew because I didn't want to spew. So it came out my nose. Oh, that would that burns. But because it comes out your nose, it sort of goes in your eyes as well. <laughs> like, because it comes out of your tear ducts or whatever it is. Oh, man. So, like, everything went red. From the creaming soda. <laughs> thought I was going blind. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> that was the last time I spewed when I was nine. So basically, it's trauma induced. Maybe that's what it is. Your body doesn't want to go through that pain again. And I don't remember ever spewing before that either. Interesting. Um, I did spew. What actually? I did spew once when um, I swallowed a fifty cent piece. Oh, did you like take something to make you? No, no, no. So what? I didn't actually swallow it. So what happened was I had a 50, 50 pence piece, in it, but it was the same, the same size as the yep. big fifty centers. I, like a small kid, like everything, you shove everything in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Anyway, put this coin in my mouth, and it just went, <gasps> and it got stuck like in my throat. It would have been scary. And apparently, I went blue. Like I couldn't breathe. My mum's tipped me upside down and she's punching me in the back trying to get this thing out. Yeah. And I've just spewed all the way up the fucking stairs while she's carrying me up the stairs. Just <laughs> fucking spewed all along the landing and then poof, out comes this 50 cent piece. Oh, Nearly fucking died. That's crazy. Yeah. That was, that's the two only two times I can, I can remember ever spewing. You know how we're talking about overdosing on cheesels? The- <laughs> oh, nice work, Alan. You fucking mong. <laughs> 
Fuck, the other can I opened was fine. You've got to pour it straight away. <clears throat> fucking, Alan's got fucking Guinness all over my fucking chair and all over himself. I'm gonna, we're going to pause. I'm gonna, no, 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 we're going to pause because it's going all over the floor and I want to clean it up. Sorry about that, listeners. We're going to edit that out. It's fine. No, no, no. We're going to leave it in. (laughs) (laughs) So I've got a a beer-soaked crotch. That's... (laughs) Um, I'm still not going down on you, Al. No matter how much beer you pour in it. So a few episodes ago, we chatted about the uh, time you got me the kilo bag of cheesels. That was like a fully overdosed situation. Mm -hmm. Talking about these uh, vomiting stories reminded me of a time I'd eaten a bunch of cheesels but also been on on the drinks probably probably when i was in uni and um much like yourself felt the urge to spew come on really quick so went to the kitchen sink yep spewed in the sink and it was pretty much just like a an orange cheesel soup <laughs> in the sink yeah a very vivid memory of that did you go back to eating more cheesels after you spewed yeah it? obviously obviously well perhaps not that night uh, that's what i meant like did you straight back into the cheesels like room no, for more i wouldn't have thought so <laughs> i think that would have been a pretty clear sign it was time to call it quits <laughs> oh what a what a lovely but what a what a experience people can relate to everyone's been there whether riding the porcelain bus Yep. A lot of euphemisms for it. Fair enough. Chunder. Pearl. Bath. Everyone's been there. Yep. Actually, that's one of the most enduring stories that you shared with me was seeing someone vomit an entire sausage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, but you doubted it for so long until I showed you a video of someone you, swallowing you, a sausage whole. You know why I doubted it? Because I thought you meant they vomited an entire sausage whole in one piece. They did. What? I thought you meant it was just like they chewed it up and it was the whole sausage came out. No. I thought we set the record straight on this. No, no. I thought I'd set the record straight when I showed you a video of someone swallowing the whole sausage. Right. Well, that changes everything. <laughs> this is this is like having an extra bit of evidence. Yeah. So I I would presume then they were attempting to swallow a sausage whole. I don't know why. Look, I'll be then, honest with you. I was, then... I was only there for half of this. The sausage got thrown up. That's all. That's yeah, all yeah. I and I bet, I bet it was a case that like hit the, they got the gag reflex and up it came again. They were pretty pissed too. Surely that's what happened, right? Probably. I mean, like I said, it's it was so long ago. I can't fucking remember. <laughs> but that's just been a running joke. Spewing a whole sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I've got some life left in me. I can put it on the bucket list. Fair enough. See a see someone throw up a sausage. Do you remember when Dave spewed up on a church? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dave Ellard. I know you're listening. Bang. Straight name check. Yeah. <laughs> it fucking... <laughs> Ruin, after the Centurion. Ruin his reputation. Couldn't couldn't handle it after the, the well, Centurion. And, this was the first time we went to the MotoGP at Phillip Island. No, this was the time we actually all did it. Okay, second time then. The second time we went to, and we all completed the Centurion. So the Centurion, if no one's familiar with it, is... Drinking a hundred shots of beer in a hundred minutes, but one every minute. Yeah, one every minute for a hundred minutes. So I think I think the hour of power is more well known, which is only sixty. Pussies. The Centurion takes it out to a hundred. Centurion's a big boy. It was funny because the guy that was timing us said he's never seen four people get so drunk so quickly in his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> we were fucking hammered. Anyway, the next day, obviously, hung over to the shit. Is that, and it's only like five and a half beers, I think it works out to be. It's not. No, no, it's like eight or nine. Oh, is it? It's, and, it's a fair whack of beer. Anyway. 
But it's because you're smashing it so quickly. So quick, yeah. So um, obviously the next day everyone was feeling a bit dicey. So was, I'm just like, yep, yeah, let's go and get a big fry up. Yeah, yeah, because that grease is always it's always a good salve for that type of feeling. Yeah, so we get um, down the road, pulling into this village cows in, in Phillip Island, and Dave's just like, nah, got to get out the car, got to get out the car. Stop. And we stopped outside of church. He just like jumps a wall. Straight onto the church ground, just run straight up to the wall and just like, and just <laughs> spews all over the church. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure we had breakfast there the morning before, didn't we? In a technical sense, would be pretty sacrilegious. Oh well, at least blasphemous. Spew on the house of the Lord. Yep. Oh. But I'm going to tell you that fright we had was fucking good. Yeah. Well, I, I had because everyone else pushed out. If I remember no, right, I, I, don't know. I thought you had pumpkin soup. I know Dave ordered a smoothie and then he didn't even have it. Cause he went back out and spewed again and he's just like, nah, I'm done. Um, yeah, so... There must have been Ruffles that had the the pumpkin soup. That def- it sounds like a very Ruffles thing to do. Because I was like, what the fuck are you doing ordering pumpkin soup, you weirdo? you just, yeah, trying to go soft. I'm just like, give me all the bacon, all the eggs, all the sausages and chips. Nah, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a big fan of that greasy, greasy fix. Yeah. I had mates I worked with who swore by getting like a special beef noodle soup. From like a Vietnamese restaurant. Yeah. They always thought that broth would be what would save them. So they'd swear by that technique. Fair enough. I think everyone's got those little hangover remedies. Yeah. I must admit it was tough going having another beer that next day though. (laughs) When there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Well, you're at Phillip Island, so you just got to power through. Yeah. What else are you going to do? Didn't we? Was that the same weekend? That was when we flew down, remember? We hired the car. So (laughs) we fucking. And then we had so much beer left over on the Monday before we had to leave. We stone cold Steve Austin. Just cracked them over. Cracked them over (laughs) and fucking poured them over ourselves and then went and had a shower. Because it was raining when we were packing up, wasn't it? It was fucking quagmire. We were already a filthy mess. Full of mud. Shit everywhere. So we just poured beer all over ourselves and then went and had a shower. (laughs) Yeah, and funnily enough, that was the last time we. Went camping at Phillip Island. Yeah. <laughs> that was enough. No, it wasn't. Remember we went with the motorhome? Other with the caravan? Yeah, yeah. Well, does that count? Does that count as camping, but... I guess. It's just... They segregate you from the people in tents. Yeah, probably for, <laughs> probably for the best. You'd probably end up getting your caravan burnt to the ground if you were in that other lot. Yeah. Fucking maniacs in there. Well, just uh, tribalistic. Put it that way. Yeah. It's... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh man, um, fucking some current affairs, some current events this week. Everyone is up in arms. The swoopy boys are out. It's magpie season. Yep, yeah. I've got no problem with them. I've 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 only think I've had a magpie swoop me like once or twice. Yeah, oh, they seem to leave me alone. I'm kind of with you. The times I've been swooped, it didn't seem like a big deal. But from what I understand, some of them get. Fucking aggressive. No, well, I'm, you know, they don't fucking start pecking your eyes out, so what's the big Dave, problem? what about Winuna's killer magpie? Oh, it's all bullshit. Fuck. The, I don't know what the news is fucking going on about, so the reports are... They killed a man. Oh, yeah, they didn't know. That's the problem. As Carl Pilkington did say, why is it so angry? So we, we can tell you that the magpie never killed anybody. Well, the story is... The this, story is... Old bloke was on his bike. Mm-hmm. He's riding along. Magpies kind of swoop him. This is what the sto- this is yeah, what yeah. the newspapers are saying. This is the story as I understand yeah. it from the paper. Swoop the old boy. He's gotten spooked. Crashed his bike. Taken a nasty head injury. Fucking dead. So 
there was an eyewitness. The that, mag, Magpie's villainous plan come to fruition. There was an eyewitness that got interviewed whilst the Ambos and stuff were still there on the radio. Right. And he said that there's no chance at all. There was no Magpie anywhere near him. What? The bloke had a bit of an episode on his who's, bike. Who's blaming the Magpie then? People that live in the area have probably got a problem with a, a beef with the Magpie. They're framing the Magpie. The dude hit, fucked up. hit a fence and had facial injuries. But the way that he fell off the bike, he was saying that it, he must have had some sort of issue because it was like he... And then went off into the oh, bush. like a seizure. Yeah. And um, from... I knew something about this story didn't smell right. No. And so... And apparently they were working on him for quite some time before they put him in the helicopter to go up to St. George Hospital. For about an hour and a half, they were working on him. Right. So they won't put them in the helicopter unless they're stable. So... So he was alive on, on site. Well, I think they were making him alive before they put him in the plane. Enough to take him away. So from an ex-Ambo's point of view, which is not mine, it's somebody else's an ex-Ambo, she has indicated that it was more than likely he's had some sort of cardiac arrest on his bike. This yeah. caused him to fall off the bike. For some dude who's 76, that's plausible. Yeah, and then... So why are they covering this shit up, Dave? Well, I don't think they are. I think they're just running with what's going to sell papers. Why they? are they blaming the Swoopy Boys? Because they're assholes. And the other thing too is the council have been known for aggressive magpies to either cull them or move them. And they've said that they're not going to do anything with this one. So obviously... Well, they'd already put signs up. I'd seen that reported. Yeah. That in that area, on that along that path, along the beach there, there are, are signs up warning people and explicitly suggesting getting off and walking your bike. Yeah. Instead of just riding through. So it's funny though, magpies, they'll only swoop people they don't know. Well, And this is true. And this is, I know this sounds stupid. We had a magpie when I used to live up in Barrel. It was hilarious. You know, I could sit in my front right. room and just look out the window and there'd be people riding there because they'd always ride their bikes past our way and they'd all be getting hammered by this magpie. But when you and, went out... And was... there'd be kids screaming, running down the street. Hilarious. <laughs> We'd go out there, nothing. It wouldn't yeah. bother us because he knew that we lived there. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, the the bird's perceiving a threat and trying to scare it away, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, everyone, I think, understands that dynamic. And they're not the only birds that do it. you got... Um, maybe, maybe maybe me and that magpie's got something in common. Like, the magpie doesn't want these people running up and down the street. I, I didn't want them there, so I thought it's hilarious <laughs> the magpie's chasing these people off. You're having a laugh together. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, something about that story about this old boy didn't seem quite right to me either because they're making it sound like... He's kind of, you know, hit the deck and that's what's giving him the, the head injury. Yeah. Well, so look. The, so the first thing I'm thinking is they're being very vague about whether he's even wearing a helmet or not. Because, you know, heaps of people along that bike path ain't wearing helmets either. Yeah. Look, I, I'm only going by a secondhand story from, from what I've been told. But from all accounts, I, 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 look, as soon as I heard the story, I was like, yeah, I, I find it a little hard to believe that you can... Well, I find it a little bit hard to blame a magpie for killing someone. Like, if you're that mental that you're like, Eh, magpie! And then you you fall off your bike. Come on, mate. You know there's magpies about. Like, I've ridden my push bike and, and had a magpie swoop me in. You just feel it hit your helmet. Look, yeah. I, I can still be empathetic about this guy that lost his life. But yeah, hundred percent. Oh look, I'm not saying that that's not tragedy. Yeah, I'm I'm not blaming this magpie at all. No, like we said in the past, like about sharks, you're in their territory. Yeah, fuck man, you you've accepted you accepted that that's the risk. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if anybody's accepted the risk that they might die for a magpie, but you know, it is what it is. If there's 
if the council's put up signs saying magpie season, fucking cunts are swooping. <laughs> it's magpie season. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you get swooped by a magpie, you know, you pretty much knew what you're in for, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Very interesting that there's that other angle. I hadn't heard that before. Yeah. That um, in all likelihood, it sounds like, yeah, he's, he's died for something unrelated. Yeah. There was a cherry to that story, though. What's that? Um, I had I had seen the article in the in the Mercury, the local paper. The uh, the family had supplied a photo of, of the gentleman for yep. the, for the story. Very very interesting choice of uh, photograph, though. Sorry, it's a bit muggy now. Yeah. Can the, the the beer sweat on? Yeah. Um, the the photo they picked of um Granddad, who's just been ruthlessly slain by the magpie <laughs> allegedly <laughs> yeah very allegedly this photo it's granddad necking a bottle of vb <laughs> skull and a vb with a crow on his shoulder and the <laughs> angle of the photo the beer bottle obscures his face i'm not even making this shit up what granddad's where where is this in the fucking in the mercury mate in the local paper they've written an article about old mate who's who's died Family of, I presume it's the family supplied an image of him. The picture they picked was his face. Did the family supply, it or they just the newspaper? Well, just where gone? else is it going to come from? Oh, they might have pulled it off Facebook. Stock or some footage, shit. <laughs> stock file I image. Don't know. He's chugging a VB and it's blocking his face. You can't even see the dude. Oh, it sounds a bit strange. Well, maybe that's another factor in this push bike accident. Maybe that was in his will. Like, if ever I go, the photo of me needs to be me chugging. No, a beer. like maybe. Maybe he's crashed the bike because he's had too many long necks. Maybe he was a drink in a long neck when he's on it. Well, this is all speculation, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, we said we wanted a true crime podcast spin-off. We were going to investigate those uh, dodgy fifty-dollar notes. Yeah, well, we still haven't. You still haven't come, come, come forward with that. any more information on this. It'll probably be easier when you're unemployed. You'll have some time up your sleeves. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> when I'm unemployed, I'll be wanting, wanting some of those fifty-dollar notes. Yeah, yeah, get in on the scam. <laughs> Yo, cut me in. <laughs> Whatever hustle you are running, I want some. Yeah, I want in on that. <laughs> so yeah, don't don't be slack to magpies, man. It's not their fault. They just follow on their instincts. Yep. Like you said, they've the humans they're friends with. They won't attack. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Come on, Dave. Normally you're angrier than this. I'm not angry. Serene. Yeah, I'm just... I'm tired. Tired. <laughs> I've got oh. a big weekend coming up, racing, so... i got one for you, man. This this one's always bugged me. Yeah. Um, it's fair to say you and I are kind of uh, motoring enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. We, you know, like... Like Shannon's. <laughs> it's not a Shannon's ad bro settle down. It's a, it's a go-go mobile. <laughs> um, you know, uh, watch... Top Gear, all that sort of stuff yep. in, into it all. Um, so relatively familiar with the different sort of performance cars you see out there. So when you see some chump in the base model BMW slapping M-badge stickers all over his car, pretending like it's a performance model, it's like, hold the phone, mate. Some dude's got a Mercedes freaking minivan, AMG shit stuck to the back. Who do you think you're fooling? So the problem is BMW have really diluted the brand with M. 
the M series because yeah, nearly every car true. that you buy from BMW they've got M line wheels or yeah. M trim, so they put I'm, M all over it. It's dude, fucking shit. I'm talking about like the badge ain't even on straight. Yeah, it's right. Like, is this something like when people have got a, Com- a Holden Commodore and they put Chevy badges? Fucking on it? Chevy badges. Oh fuck! You just made me so angry. <laughs> it is the Gronkest thing in the world. Yep. King of the Gronk. Yep. Fuck. Um, I've got a Chevy Commodore. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> but the fake badge thing, it's such a paradox because the only people who know what that AMG or M-Power badge is about are car enthusiasts, right? Yeah, you'd think so. Average Joe, don't know, don't, don't care. Don't give a fuck. So the fact that you're so blatantly faking it, you ain't fooling anybody. This actually reminds me of... I saw a bloke driving down the street the other day in an Impreza. STI, spoiler, body uh-huh. kit and everything. And I drove up next to it. Uh-huh. And I'm just like... Looking looking at the look at that as he's driving. And you can see the brakes. And I'm just uh-huh. like... There ain't no STI. That's a standard Impreza. Because oh. it's just got the normal... Frosty old calipers. Yep. Not the big ass fucking Brembos or STI bullshit. And yep. I'm just like, Why? You've probably spent more on that fucking body kit than it would have cost if you bought an STI. That's part of what makes it so mental. Is people tarred up really low spec cars. Yep. When could have just taken that cash, maybe a little bit more, and actually bought something that had some performance. Yep. But it's so indicative of that idea of all show and no go, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But it just... I don't get it because, like I said, the paradox is the only people that would even appreciate what they're trying to signal can detect the bullshit. Yeah. It's the, the same thing you described with um, STIs. You see it all the time with Lancers and Evos, right? Slap a big old fiberglass wing on it. Well, yeah. My son saw a yellow Lancer the other day at the shopping centre and he's like, oh, that looks like Alan's. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Right. Because yellow Lancer with a big spoiler on the back of it and a body kit. And he's like, it looks exactly like it. I'm like, it doesn't look anything like it. And he's like, well, it does. And I'm like, do you know how I know it looks nothing like it? I said, because the Evo is wider and longer. Yeah. And he's like, no, they're not. And I'm like, they fucking are. But there you go, man. Like, obviously there is like a, a demographic there that are taken in by it. Yeah. Maybe it's like I was saying with the sports bikes. It's like the little ki- the little kids are impressed by it. Yeah. Maybe that's pretty much all they achieve with the uh, the fake body kits and stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Well, my, but, son, my son was impressed by that Lancer. I was just like... Yeah. Look, I'm not going to hate on it too hard because, I mean, I think I've definitely had phases in my life where I've done dumb shit that don't make no sense. Yeah, Just, you, had, you had a standard Lancer you put mags on, didn't you? Oh, I, I upgraded the wheels and put in a stereo, but <laughs> that was about what, it. What's the point? I wasn't hanging wings and shit on it. What's the point, though? What's the point in doing yeah, the wheels? That's a fair point. It was like pretty much aesthetics, but I'm also thinking about like even um, back to land days, modding computer cases. Like putting windows in computers. Yeah, I remember doing that. Put and putting it, LED lights and shit in there. Putting neon lights in it. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous shit. Yeah, it was pointless. So, yeah, it's probably throwing stones in a glass house to be pointing this out. But the, the badge thing to me is kind of the worst because it's so low effort. You can tell they've just been on eBay. They've just gotten the cheapest bit of tat they can from Taiwan. Yep. Fucking just slapped it on with... No regard, just absolute laziness. I think if they're going to do something like that, they need to do make it funny, like oh, make, well, make a joke out of it. Like I remember when I had that's a, fine, yeah. I had a mini years and years ago when I was, you know, seventeen, 
and I've got this huge fucking sticker that literally took up the whole back window, <laughs> and it just said Durex Thermonobular Protection underneath. <laughs> Where'd you even get that from? I don't know where the fuck I found it. Found it in some <laughs> some car shop, and I'm like, I've got to put this on the back of my car. Everybody knew who I was because I drove around this shitty chocolate brown mini Clubman. It's the Durex man. With the with, it was like. <laughs> an old one with still had the 10 inch wheels because it yeah. had drum brakes all around tiny little wheels had yeah. a dent in the front of it it was a shitbox car and I had this massive fucking sticker that would have cost as much as the fucking car <laughs> on the back window and everyone was like oh you're the dude in the Durex Mini and I'm just like yep everyone knows who I am <laughs> had I, a big fuck off exhaust on the yeah. back of it as well <laughs> I'm with you man I'll, I'll pay that all day long someone taking the piss out of themselves yeah. not taking shit too serious for sure I had a muffler that was probably bigger than the fucking wheels hanging out the back of it. And yeah. I didn't give a fuck. I, was... <laughs> I remember one time we were in um, Western Sydney. I'd taken um, Johnny needed to buy a new car. We'd gone out and had a look at this used Volkswagen. Yeah. Uh, he ended up buying that car, actually. But um, as we were leaving the car dealership, we're sitting at the lights waiting to go through this intersection. And on the side road, there's some boys that have pulled up to turn right. Um sitting there in like a little barina or something. Mm. And this barina was like riced out. Like it was too fast, too furious. But like these two little fellas sitting in this barina, I'm sitting there in my car, Evo 9. Yeah. And I couldn't help it. I just sort of started laughing a bit at them. Yeah. But they saw me laughing at them. (laughs) And they went apeshit in the car, man. They were just like throwing their arms up. (laughs) Losing it. Because... Their shitty barina so hard. Did you smoke them as well? But we were like 90 degrees opposite. They were on the other street. Oh, right. Okay. Because they'd stopped to turn right. They were sort of parked up there on the main road. Yeah. And like, yeah, is this this ridiculous, flashy little barina? Yeah. And I don't know. They might have they might have been the king of their suburb. They might have been the equivalent of the Jurex man from where they came from. But yep. fuck to me, it looked fucking stupid. Fair enough. And yeah, they didn't take too kindly to the, uh, the harsh judgment. I don't know why that story reminded me of that time that you, when you bought your motorbike up in Sydney, the, the ZX10, and yeah, I came yeah. up with you. You rode it back. Well, I took it for the test ride too, if I remember rightly, yeah. and the bloke wasn't wasn't too pleased with my antics when I took it for the test ride, if I remember rightly. What happened? Don't you remember I pulled out the driveway, went up the street, and then come back doing a fucking mat wheelie up the street, and he, <laughs> and he took the check out of your hand. Because you... <laughs> I don't have a clear memory of it, but that sounds pretty right. Yeah, like you you had the check in your hand. You were like, I'm going to buy it as long as it's all right when he takes it for a test yeah, ride. Yeah, So I've gone up the street, <laughs> done a Yui, and I've literally come past a pair of you, full mono, doing a fucking mad wheelie up the street, and he's just like, took, yeah. snapped the check out of your hand, and he's like, I think I'll keep hold of this. Just, just in case. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Well, you know, it worked out in the end. That was a mad motorbike. Yeah, it was sick. Yeah. had fun riding that home, too, doing fucking wheelies everywhere on the way home. <laughs> Yeah, uh, those are the days. Yep. <laughs> starting to look a lot more likely like the the next bike I get. Might You're be, not getting a bike. Like, this is all pipe dreams. You keep no, saying, no. "Oh, I'm going to get bike. Not going to get bike. Going to get bike. Not getting a bike." You know, I like to consider these decisions. Yeah. Um, maybe a dirt bike. Really? Was, my son's getting keen. He's he's asking about getting a a dirt bike. Yeah, I'd go and ride one first before you think about it. Cause I've ridden a, a dirt di- bike. Oh, okay. Once. <laughs> it's a different beast altogether. No doubt. But then that turns it into a family activity. I'll come. I'll get a dirt bike. Sweet. Adrian wouldn't mind getting one as well. 
Yeah, I think the trick will be um, maybe hitting up someone who's already got like a little kid's bike so he can at least try it first before you go and spend the cash on buying your own shit. Yeah. See if he's into it because I think that's going to be pretty polarizing. Either the kid's intimidated, doesn't want to get into it or... So if you're going with kids, you're going to have to go to somewhere that's a... a, park like, like a off, proper area yeah yeah you can't go you're not just going to go out in the bush yeah so that being the case that's good because there's potential of actually saving a lot of money here al for for the mm. adults here there's always dirt bikes coming up on the auctions that have either been stolen and recovered or written off but there's nothing wrong with them all oh, right but they can't be registered or can't whatever. be re-registered yeah just get one of them yeah 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 i think yeah if you're riding with your kids that's pretty much what you'd be limited to so that would probably work all right yeah i I know what I'd be like. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'll ride with your kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're there with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Roosting the fuck out of them. Yeah, so, oh, that's just, yeah, it came out of nowhere. He, he just said it one day. Yeah, right. I mean, sometimes with him, the fancies can come and go pretty quickly. He's still going on about it? Uh, well, his birthday's coming up, so it was kind of like one of those things he threw out <laughs> That's a big ask for Yeah, a yeah. I think a dirt bike's more like, it's, it's your birthday, it's your Christmas, and probably your next birthday and you too. Gotta, and you got to share it with your sister. <laughs> it's going to be... Oh, good luck with that one. Uh, anyway, well, I've already sorted out his birthday present, so... And it ain't a motorbike? No, still pretty cool though. What is it? Oh, no. Are you, can you, oh, you can yeah, say because yeah. he's not listening to he's this. He's listening to the podcast. <laughs> What'd you get him? <laughs> um... Got him a, a proper skateboard. Oh, yeah. He's as, a, as opposed to what, a fake one? Uh, he had this really crappy little kid's one. Yeah. So you went and got a decent one. Yeah, this proper one. I had some expert advice on that. Cheers, Matt. Cheers, Andy. I didn't get nothing from this. He didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, and the other thing, he, he's always been fascinated with my um, remote control truck. Oh, yeah. So I've got him his own one, but kind of a slightly smaller scale. But yep. still, Hobby King hooked me up with a nice almost ready to run kit yeah so just just so we clarify we're not you didn't get hooked up by hobby you bought one from hobby king yeah dude their prices <laughs> oh fuck off we're, we're again we're not getting sponsored by these so that would be a cool sponsor hobby king oh shannon's well you could have, we could have a 20 minute hobby king section <sighs> people wouldn't listen it'd be so boring <laughs> there must be um rc podcast out there yeah maybe probably anyway more, this ain't one probably, of probably more popular than us <laughs> yeah I think I think that's um, you know that's probably the more common approach to the podcasting is sort of picking a, a niche market or an area of interest and sticking to it. Yeah, that's boring though. Is it? It's a, it'll end up being a boring conversation if you're talking about the same shit over and over again. It's, well, potentially. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. At we, least people know what they're in for. We we started doing this podcast for us, not for anybody else. If people are enjoying it, then that's great. But if not, well. It's not about them. It's about me and you catching up every once a week and having a chat. Yeah, is yeah. that right? Yeah, I think that's that's the truth of that. Yep. It's a bit like um, Eric Banner's. Oh, here comes a Gronk next door neighbour. <sighs> you, you gotta try and be nice to your neighbours, man. Fuck them. You gotta live with these people. If you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> um, I don't know if you ever saw Eric Banner's documentary about his XB Falcon. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Hulk. When he was the Incredible Hulk, I was going to say that in no documentary. <laughs> I've been, been led astray. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I don't know why I thought that, but go on. Uh, Love the Beast, I think it was called. Uh, yeah, I think. I, did I see it? I don't know. Anyway, I, I remember I went to the Blacktown Drive-in oh, to no, watch that movie. I definitely didn't see it. But um, the reason I bring it up is he he identified that car and working on the car 
was that um, social gathering he and his mates utilized to stay in touch with each other, right? Yeah. Um, obviously, it's it's kind of even more exaggerated in his case where he's sort of become a Hollywood star. It was a way for him to stay connected to his mates yep. who are, you know, still doing their thing in, in Australia. Mm. Um, and he equated that to um, the same same sort of bonding that happens around the, the campfire, you know, 50,000 years ago. Mm. That, that sense of uh, community that existed just... The car was part of it, but in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't the main thing they were getting out of it. Fair enough. Are you saying we should restore a car? Uh, yeah. What am I going to do? <laughs> you can watch while I do it all. <laughs> I'll be the, the monkey boy. Well, you, were, you were right with the motorbike when you got yeah, there. That's true. That's how we got through the 1098. Yeah, it was all right. It was good. Yeah. Um, you, yeah, definitely need a bigger shed. Oh, we'd be right downstairs now with that. <laughs> you know, keep a whole car in there. Oh, you mean for that? Oh, yeah. no, I was, thinking, I was thinking your garage would be better for, the, for that. Oh, I was thinking the other day, I've got to clean that shit up. Fair enough. The only problem is if we did it at your garage is I'm pretty sure your wife wouldn't be too happy about her car getting kicked outside. Uh, yeah, potentially. So, nah, that's all right. I don't really want to restore a car. I, oh, I do want to do That's a big project, man. If I do one, I'm, that's, I'm, that's all I'm doing. Yeah, I have thought I'm gonna. I am gonna do one one day, like a full restoration. But when motorbikes are mm. behind me, I think. I think what'll be cool in the future is um, taking like an old car and then doing like an electric conversion. Oh fuck that! Because I mean, the reality is there'll be a time when running you know petrol powered cars will be very impractical. Like even just this week, freaking Saudi's got their shit blown up and all of a sudden petrol is like 30, second, 30 cents more expensive. It's been like that before that happened anyway. Yeah, but I was, that's just indicative of, you know, that's just a slight interruption to the production. Like what happens when that shit starts running out? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, look, it's going to be so shit. We squeezed, gonna... squeezed in a little bit of geopolitics at the end. Yeah. <laughs> the global economy. Fuck that. <laughs> Everyone's like, unsubscribe. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out if we keep talking about that shit. <laughs> well, you did say you want an early night. Have you got anything else you want to talk about? And Dad. Well, it looks like I'm. your angriness is wearing off onto me, I think. Oh, well. I'm, I'm getting... <laughs> I think I'm just too tired to be angry. I think that's half the problem. I've got, uh, you, uh, look, listeners might not know what's going on and why I'm a bit flat. I've, I've um, I put my business up for sale a few weeks back and we took a deposit on it and obviously we just going through the process of exchanging contracts yeah so it's, a bit, it's just a, bit a mad it's been just a head fuck anyway so it, preoccupied i guess is yeah very preoccupied to. so hopefully um next next week the next week's podcast will be the last podcast whilst i still own the business and then after that the week afterwards i'll be unemployed all right so oh we need to sort out Oktoberfest too Keen, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll be unemployed. I don't have to go to work the next day. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm still in favour of the Friday night. Yeah, so. I'm good for you. That's fine. As long as we go hard on Friday night. <laughs> make a mess of ourselves at the family. Well, no, you don't have to make us make a mess of ourselves. I just mean, like, not just go there and have like three beers and go home. I mean, we, we're in, we're in for the night. Like, well, I, I'm now of the sort of, uh, I'm sort of scheming that maybe this is your chance. What's this? Get back on the the spew game. You can you can try me. 
Oh, no, I don't want to force that on anybody. I'm happy to mix beers. I don't care. I'll give it a go. I remember they had this... Um, it must have been some type of schnapps, but it looked like Windex. It was bright blue. Oh. You remember that? No. <laughs> Get a few of those in here. Yeah, I don't mind schnapps. This stuff's like brake cleaner. Yeah, right. They won't do the trick. Oh, we'll give it a go. And then eat like three pork cutlets. <laughs> I'm not eating fucking fried pork cutlets. That's, that's pretty much all I'm going for. That's fair enough. I'm either going to be... Well, you know what I'm going to have. I'm, let's not argue about that. I mean, I always I always kid myself. and go, oh, I might try the, the schnitzel platter. It's not going to happen. It's going to be sausages. Every yeah, time. but if, if we're eating at the, the beer hall, it's slightly different. It's not like your, your standard fare. No, no, I know. But it will be a sausage of some sort. Give me that sausage. Anyway, we, I think we should... I definitely want to go. But the problem with that is it's podcast night. So do we take the... Yeah? Do we take the... Yeah, we could take... It's going to be too noisy to take the other room. Well, we can test it out because it is a lapel mic, so it's probably going to be not too bad. Because remember, we thought that rain, that heavy rain that was coming down was going to turn up on the recording, but it didn't. Did You, you recorded it on your phone too, didn't you? Yeah, using those... Yeah, so it's oh, totally mobile. We'll give it a go if you want. <laughs> Live from Oktoberfest. <laughs> oh, imagine if the wizard was there again. We could interview him. Brilliant. <laughs> All right, listeners, there's something for you all to look forward to. There's a little bit of a hook. There you go. We're gonna do. We're gonna do a podcast. We're not gonna do it live. Stuff. We're gonna get streamed live, but it will be recorded live at Oktoberfest. You know what I'm actually really looking forward to is next week. We can recap Storm Fifty One. Storm Fifty One. That's this weekend. The oh, is it? Pretty sure, I remember, I think you Sick. looked it up and it was the 21st. Sick, let's see if it happened. Something's going to happen. I, ho- I, I <laughs> hope it's going to happen. Just party with the little grey dudes. Yep. Hopefully no uh, bloodshed. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Tune in. Tune in next week. Tune in. <laughs> you know what I mean. Download or stream next week. Peace out. <laughs>